Um, will you ever think about writing a sports book? Because I know we have a, a mutual friend that um, wrote a sports book. Yeah, we, we've actually talked about it a few times. Um, I definitely do want to do it. I think that's definitely a bucket list thing I want to do. Not really even so much for it to sell or anything like that. Just something to do um, before I die. I definitely do want to do that in the next few years. I think I definitely want to make it a goal, make it a bucket list. It was right. going to be called the, the purest game. And we we're going to talk about, uh, you know, baseball and everything like that and how every other sport, you know, baseball gets a lot of slack for how it's behind the times and it's a slower game and everything's like that. Um, but every other sport has had to change their rules to keep up with the American public. And baseball has never sure. changed the rules. You know, the ball's same size, the bat's same size, the fields are the same size for the most part. So, you know, besides for that little steroid scandal, um, you know, it really has been the only game that's stuck to its guns with right. with its originality. Well, it's truly America's pastime, right? It's like right, it, really, yeah. it really sticks with that. And that was was that the first sport you truly loved as far as um, yeah, playing it? That was uh, my dad took me to Shea Stadium as a kid. My whole family's big Met fans, um, so that was always my 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 love and passion was definitely baseball. So tell me how you transitioned from the the journalism aspect of writing sports to like kind of reporting it. And then even now doing a podcast, which is I guess more freedom in that than just you reporting the way you would in, in the writing structure or uh, radio. Yeah. Um, I, I think like anything I've also adapted and, you know, radio and, and podcasting has become a huge platform. You know, the newspaper isn't as popular as it used to be. Obviously there's still very good writers out there who report and do like side live reporting and write columns and things like that. But right now everybody is always looking at their phone, but they don't want to be looking at their phone and not be able to do something else at the same time. So I right. think that's why I kind of more transition to the radio and podcast aspect of it, because you can still hear my opinion while you're on Facebook or while you're on Instagram or you right. know whatever you're doing. So uh, but I do still like to write. I wrote an article recently, but during the um, MLB playoffs, so I do still try. Oh, sorry, the ML, the ML, NBA playoffs in the bubble. Um, so I do still try and write because I don't want to get too rusty. I took a break from a while and I, I really want to pick that back up. But that's right. really keep, more. Keep your sword sharp. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So that's why I did. Um, but that's why I did transition more into the the radio podcast thing. Okay. So tell me more about your podcast. I think you also have a co-host sometimes, right? If if he's not, I don't know if he's still on the show. Yes, so it's the Snooze Lose podcast. We usually drop every Monday. Um, right now we're doing about two to three episodes a month. Comes out every Monday. And I, I did have a co-host on there, my man Ron the Don, somebody I grew up with. And just like I was saying before I started, you know, me and Ron the Don are still close. That's, that's my brother, but time waits for nobody. And I just felt like we had different directions. So uh, I kept it going. So I'm just, I've been doing this solo by myself about the last two, three months. Okay. And, you know, it's still going well. The numbers are still looking good. And we still, you know, still try and have guests on from time to time. Right. Um, but right now I'm just rocking solo. That's dope. And hopefully um, more sports picks up so you can give more advice on, on, on gambling. Because it's amazing that um, so many avenues you can do with sports. It's like it provides so many yeah, possibilities exactly. of jobs and stuff. So I definitely we hope had, that picks up. That drought from COVID, you know, March to July, we didn't really have anything going on besides like soccer and tennis and stuff like that. 
Uh, but since July, I mean, literally every sport has been on. I mean, the NBA just finished, but you've had baseball, you had hockey, you had NBA. Every Now you got football, you got college football even going. So it, we've been extremely busy um, in the last few months with, with everything back up and running. Right. What's one of the um, the last few books you've read that you really enjoy that you would recommend to those listening or watching if it's on YouTube? The last book I read, um, I would say, I, you might have me stumped. I'm not even sure. I have to really think about that. Um, I probably should have said this in our, in our pre-rehearsal room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not even sure. I, I, I don't even want to lie to the people. I'm not even sure on that one. Um, even with myself, I, I'm just like a big podcast guy now myself too so I don't even couldn't really tell you the last time I really sat down and really fully read one beginning to end mm-hmm. um, I, oh, all right so let me rephrase the question then what's one of your favorite books of all time that you've completed that you feel like that's a good book if I ever get a chance I'll reread re- re- that okay Tuesdays with Maury Mitch yeah Allen. that's what made me want to write yeah I love that book and right you know off. you know why movie was decent. You, right the book is much better but what yeah. I loved about that book is that they re- he wrote in such a simplistic way right, that yeah. it makes you feel like you can write too. Absolutely, yeah. But the but the thought and the complex of what was happening inside the story was neat. And he was a, a sports analyst too. He used to be yeah. on a show on a Mitch, Sunday. Mitch album, absolutely. Yeah. He, wrote, yeah. he even wrote the Fab Five book um, that's yeah. like and gave them no money. So, but that's a <laughs> story for another day. That's how it be, man. Everybody's yeah. looking out for themselves. You yeah, absolutely. Unfortunately, that's how it'd be. No, absolutely. So no, Tuesday with Morty was definitely a great story. And I recommend anybody that's in the um reading a good a good true story with, with a warm like warm stories of, of right, a, right. for the heart. Tuesday yeah. with Morty is definitely a recommended book for me too. That's for sure. 